This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. He that has ears to hear, let him be listening and let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the church. Answers are arriving. Answers are arriving. Answers. See, answers come in response to askings. But answers are arriving. Amen. That's what happened. And Daniel set himself to understand. You know, we have to set ourselves to understand. Uh, it's not a lack on uh, God knowing or understanding. It's on our side. But we can set ourselves, position ourselves uh, uh, to understand. And uh, answers are arriving. I'm going to tell you, I've, I've seen God, uh, we talked a lot about the plan, but I've seen God take the thing that, that was the least priority on my list be the highest priority on God's list just so that we would understand that he's going to start with the littlest thing you thought of and blow it, expand it up to the degree that well, how much more is he going to do with the, most thing, with the things that you really place a priority on. Amen. That's the kind of God that we serve. I said answers are arriving. Anyway, peace. And we're going to be looking at... Uh, uh, again, the thunders and uh, peace and expanded measure and markedly so. Peace is a powerful peace. The Bible teaches that it's a gift. John 14, 27, these are the words of Jesus. I am leaving you with a gift. Peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give as a gift, the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. So you cannot find this kind of peace in the world. He said it cannot give you this kind of peace that only God can give. God's peace. He said uh, in John 16 and uh, 37, expands it out a little bit further. I've told you all this so you may have peace in me. There is a peace that's only found in Jesus. Only through Jesus. Peace in me. Here on earth you will have trouble. One translation says tribulation. <laughs> uh, many trials and sorrows. These are the words again of Jesus. He said you'll have many trials and sorrows. But take heart because I have overcome the world. Now uh, what he, he's linking those things together. Taking heart is take peace that's in me. In your heart, receive the gift, take the grace, gift of peace. And it is, this is a peace that is, that is an overcoming peace. It's a powerful peace. Jesus' words is a peace that he said uh, is not an absence of troubles or problems in this world. And that's how the world measures uh, things is it, it, it seeks to find a peace 
uh, in this world, that's of this world, that would be the absence of troubles or problems, and that's never going to happen. I mean, you know, for all of the modern technology, all of the education, all of the, you know, uh, uh, progress, progress that we have made, there's still the sin nature, uh, there's still man without God, there's still the darkness of this world, there's still devils and demons and, and uh, uh, they still uh, inhabit uh, um, places and people and things uh, that you're never going to find the absence of problems or the absence of trouble in this world so we shouldn't look to this world I know I know I know I know I know fried chicken and uh you know, uh, mac and cheese, do you like nobody can do you. But I'm telling you, you know, when you get, when you look at uh, that, what went over the lips landing somewhere else, you know what I'm saying. Uh, are you listening? There's a pleasure in it for a little while. Uh, anyhow, moving forward. This is a powerful promise. Jesus gave us a powerful, powerful promise that is specifically for, he linked it specifically for, it's the answer to the troubles and the problems that you face in this world. It is an overcoming power of peace. It's a, actually, it's a provision. He said it was a gift. Peace is the power for overcoming the problem. Our lives are not to be uh, we are not to be overcome by the problem. In other words, that, and you'll hear folks, uh, you know, uh, uh, and I'm not saying that, you know, uh, for a little while in the wrestling match to live on top, that sometimes the problem gets on top of us and we're underneath the problem. Underneath, are you listening? And we're troubled by it in mind and in heart and uh, uh, spirit. But uh, we got... We have, a, we have a provision of peace uh, from Jesus and knowing the truth. Are you listening? Continuing His Word, knowing the truth, the comfort, the strengthening of the Holy Spirit. And uh, it is a supernatural force. He said that it's, it's, not, it's not found in the natural things of this world. The world and all of its, its uh, natural things cannot, it's not a natural peace. It is a supernatural peace. It is my, it's the peace of God. And it's a gift. Everyone say it's a gift. Psalm 29, 11 says, The Lord gives strength to His people. The Lord blesses them with peace. The uh, message Bible says, God makes His people strong. God gives His people peace. Strength and peace are linked together here. Again, powerful peace. Are you listening? A powerful, not a pitiful peace, but a powerful peace. It empowers us. It makes us strong. It's also, the Bible talks about a peace that passes understanding. Philippians 4, 7 says, And God's peace shall be yours, that tranquil state of a soul assured. Everyone say, a soul assured. A soul assured of its salvation through Christ. And so fearing nothing from God and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is, 
that peace which passes or transcends all understanding shall garrison and mount guard over your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, there is a peace. Or you want to say that peace. It's the peace that God gives. It's actually, it's actually the peace of God that comes from peace with God. You know, we're to live at peace with God. He has made peace with us through Jesus. All sin is forgiven. All diseases healed. All uh, disaster and destruction we're delivered from. Well, now, Pastor, I know it, it doesn't matter what the circumstances look like. It doesn't seem what the situation is. All right? Are you hearing? That when we that when we simply believe and, and receive that gift from God, those things that have been promised. And when our soul is assured, and you know our heart can believe, but our, but our head can be having trouble. But the soul, the soul includes, not to be mistaken with the spirit, the soul is the mind, the will, and the emotions. So it's in no matter what state the emotions are in, even no matter what state the mind is in. And how many of you have ever been in a dither where I don't understand? If God is for me, why is all this stuff against me? Why am I being overcome with these problems and troubles? Why do I even have trouble? I thought that, that God's peace is perfect. It is perfect. It, it's been given to help you powerfully overcome any problem, any trouble. It didn't say you would miss the trouble. It said, in the fire, you won't be burned. In the, in the flood, you won't be drowned. All right, now. Well, it says that it passes and transcends all uh, understanding. There's a little caveat. There's a, there are some conditions. You know, everyone say, if I do what's required, I receive the reward. So I'm going to read this out of the Message Bible in verse 6 and 7. Don't fret or worry. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. I'll read that again. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises did you see the link together? Are you listening? Uh, we're not done petitioning till we've reached the place of praise. So let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers. Well, I'm going to tell you what now. Uh, you know, uh, uh, <laughs> what's the name of that restaurant? Stone Cold? That was, that was about as flat as it's going to get now. You know, I'm going to stop right here and bring a little instruction to you, you know. Uh, these are words that work, but you have to work them. Okay, this, this you know, this, this no pray zone that we live in. You know, this, this hearing and not doing what this says. Are you listening? I said answers are arriving daily, but if you don't actually apply the answers that are, are, that are arriving, it ain't going to work for you. All right, and here's the thing, and you know, you're going to have to crawl up out of this religious muck, your own self. All right, we're not here to hear a pretty sermon today. 
We're here to do the thing. So we can be a witness, a powerful witness for Jesus. Because winning lives are winsome. What, di- what, what difference is there if we're just like everybody else? Because we're not just like everybody else. And trust me, when you were just like them, you wanted something else. You looked for it in 150 different places and all the wrong places. But I'm going to tell you what now. This is right. And this is the right way to live. Are you hearing? Now bring that kind of a near to it. Now, anyway, that will be for your homework. I'll tell you what, now just do six. Go take that and, and see how creative you and God can be with applying this to your life. Instruction is your life. It's your life. Amen. It's instruction for life, but it's your life. You, come, you and I come here uh, uh, to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord our God. Are you listening? So that all of the, uh, the blessings can come into our life as we do what He tells us to do. Oh, the doer will be blessed. Everybody else, not so much. Anyhow, let's move along here. Before you know it, it says, let, let God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Wholeness and peace are, are, uh, are interchangeable words. Amen. Uh, and everything coming together for good. Everything coming get together for good will come and settle you down. Now here's a, here's a passing note for passing understanding. Uh, is that the Bible says when we don't know how to pray, that the Spirit of God comes to our aid and passing our understanding. He bypasses articulate speech and He gives you another supernatural spiritual language to pray. And when we are exercising in that, then it says all things are being worked together for good because the, the, we're loving God and, according to his, and, and are called according to His purpose. We're in the doing of the thing. And so when we're in the doing of the thing, now God's doing. Everybody say, when I do something, God does something. When I don't do nothing, uh, you do the math there, sweetie. Shaka. Shaka high. Amen. Well, let's look at Peter. I want to see. It probably wasn't any more emotional cuss than Peter. I mean, lived with his heart on his sleeve, his feelings out there, reactionary. I'm telling you, I mean, Jesus would say something. He'd say, no, no. Jesus say, no devil. Turn over to Acts. Everybody say, the book of Acts. Here we are in the book of Acts. Well, I'm not an actor. Well, act like you are. Amen. Just pretend. Start pretending maybe. And praise the Lord. Do something lest we do nothing. Amen. Well, here we are in the book of Acts. It's time for action. We have to act these things out. How is this going to act out in my life? Well, if you're not filled with the Holy Ghost, good news is you can be. Just simply say, Lord, if there's more, I want that. Amen. Holy Spirit, come into greater measure into my life. I want every good gift that God has for me. 
and I expect to I expect to receive according to how I believe. Now, if they've taught you that the Holy Spirit that speaking from other tongues is from the devil, be careful around folks like that. It's like little children. It's like little children playing with dynamite. They know not what they do. Hallelujah. Amen. And God will wink at and bless you know uh, them in their ignorance. But you know, I'm going to tell you something. That is simply a not knowing. That is too costly. We have got to have power in this life. And the Bible says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Same men he's talking to in Acts 1 and 8. With the same men that he breathed on over there in Luke. And, and, and said receive the Spirit of God. And then right, turned right around after he breathed on them. They were born again. He, said, he didn't say be born again. He said receive the Spirit of God. And then he turned right around and he said, Now don't go anywhere, go to Jerusalem and receive the promise of the Father. And then he amplified that in Acts 1 and 8. He said, You shall receive power to be the witness when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Listen, they didn't need him in them, in them. they'd received him. They needed him to come upon them with power, ability from God. I'm telling you, ability is supernatural. Beyond understanding. Just believed and received. And then operated in. Glory be to God. Here's Peter though anyway. He's Acts 12. Says when, verse 1, that's when King Herod got it, got it into his head to go after some of the church members. You know sometimes the devil just feels like he's going to go after the church members. So he murdered James. The church members let him murder James, John's brother. They lost a leader because, anyhow... Uh, when he saw how much it raised his popularity ratings with the Jews, he arrested Peter. You know, it's popular for some to persecute the precious lives. All this during Passover week, mind you, and had, th- had him thrown in jail, put Peter in jail, putting four squads of four soldiers each, so 16 boys there with him. He was planning a public lynching after Passover. You know, the devil has plans for your life. At that time, at the time that Peter was under heavy guard in the jailhouse, the church prayed for him most strenuously. You got to learn how to pray for your preacher, because if you don't, the devil has designs to take out the shepherd so the sheep will be scattered. If you got no other reason, pray for your own self that you don't lose your preacher. Because if you lose your preacher, you're going to be, you think you won't lose another, we'll just get you another one. It might not be the same, sweetie. Because they ain't all the same. Amen. You want the one God got for you. You want the one that is a gift from God. You want the one that's after God's heart. You want the one that will tell you what you need to hear, not tickle your ear and, and pat you and tell you how wonderful you are and just what you want to hear. You want somebody that will challenge you to change every time you walk in the door. Tell you there's, that's good, but there's even better for your life. Hallelujah. You want somebody that's not running around wiping running noses and wiping you know what kind of rear ends all in life. I thought that's the preacher's job. No, honey, it's your job to visit and heal the sick. It's your job to visit those that are in destruction and deliver them. It's your job to lay your hand. It's your job to preach the gospel to every creature going to all the world. It's your job. It's my job to make sure 
you know what your job is. I got to sit down just a little better. Find somebody who understands divine order and get the disorder out of your... Here's Peter anyway. Peter the pastor. Here he is. But the church, see, the church prayed for him most strenuously. Turn to your neighbor and say, I might need to exercise a little more strength. Oh, but pastor, I'm weak. Don't say that. The Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. Yeah, but just pour a little. Don't say, don't say that. I mean, we have scripture that says, let the poor say, I, who the poor am strong. Let the weak say, I, the weak am strong. Amen. You you know what I'm saying. I got a little excited and got turned around. And sometimes the, the word sometimes the words come so fast. Hallelujah. What'd you say? I don't know, but God liked it. Amen. It'll interpret directly. Anyhow, it says then the time came for Herod to bring him out for the kill. That night, even though shackled the two soldiers, 14 others, one on either side, shackled the two, Peter slept like a baby. And there were guards at the door keeping their eyes on the place. Herod was taking no chances. The man is asleep. He has already witnessed they killed James. He knows the next day he's going to die. He's not just asleep, he's sleeping like a baby. What? I don't understand. Well, see, you just received a gift. I got peace. I have the peace of God. Jesus slept in the boat. I'm going to sleep here. I'm tired anyway, you know. All this hubbling, arresting and booking and putting me in here and shackling me up and all that kind of stuff. You know, you boys going to stay up and watch? Oh, yeah, we we, we going to watch. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, either way, I'm going to tell you what now, to be absent from the body, be present with the Lord. I don't know if tomorrow's going to be it, but, you know, I got this thing down deep on the inside of me because, you know, uh, I've been such a mess up. And a screw up. And don't the devil want to remind you of your mess ups and your screw ups, especially when you're in trouble. Now the reason why you're here, see, is because you've been so bad and so wrong. You go you're gonna you you need to fear punishment from God. And it says, you know, I mean when there's perfect love and you know God perfected uh, Peter's understanding of that. Let's turn, hold your place in Acts. It's over in John the 21st chapter. I like how John put this in there because, you know, John and Peter were pretty close. I mean, you know, but, uh, uh, and there was this thing kind of going on, uh, you know, uh, going on there. I'm going to look in the Amplified Bible because, you know, uh, Peter, like I said, he's an emotional guy. I mean, you know, and, you know, uh, it's good you need to be strong in your emotions, tough in your emotions, are you listening, as well as sensitive, but emotions should not rule you. You should rule your emotions. An emotionally ruled person is going gonna, is gonna, to, it just amplifies. It's like gas on the fire. It just, it just amplifies the problems. It amplifies the trouble. That's what the devil's after. 
is get a reaction and a response uh, out of us, an emotional thing. Well, I just feel like they don't like me. They probably don't, but what difference does that make? <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory. If I went by feelings every time Sandy uh, did some of the stuff that Sandy does, Amen. Sometimes I know it's just the emotions. And sometimes she knows it's just the emotion. I've had more times I've been just an ugly. I mean, I wasn't, I was, I'm a full-blown swan, not just an ugly duckling. I mean, I'm flapping and biting folks and snapping and everything. And Santa comes and she goes, I know you're tired. I know what you need. Amen. Just act ugly and make, just make a, you know, your favorite stuff. Amen. Just be good to you in spite of your ugly self. Isn't that right? If we went by emotions, dear God, we wouldn't have lasted hardly, you know. Remember, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you know, we should have been done on the first date when the mud sprayed all over. <laughs> all right. Uh, but Peter, you know, uh, and, and here's Jesus' restoration. You know, Jesus is so good to us. Uh, he had denied the Lord three times, so so Jesus asked him, do you love me? Three times. And each time, he said, the call hasn't changed. Nothing's changed. But you need to change your heart. You need to change your mind. You need to change your thinking here. Amen. So, in this 17, it said to him the third time, Simon, uh, John 21, he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me with a deep, instinctive, and personal affection for me as... As for a close friend, and Peter was grieved, he was saddened and hurt that he should ask him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything, you know that I love you. That I have a deep instinctive and personal affection for you as for a close friend. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. I'm going to tell you what now, you know, the world flips this around and go, for the love of God. You know, I want to tell you something. It's a powerful thing that we shouldn't be so flippant for. There are some things that, you know, the reason why, why I have, and, and listen, the Bible says if a righteous man or woman falls seven times, the Lord will lift you up. This is a man that has fallen, and God is lifting him up. Amen? But I believe there has to be something deep and instinctual. You know, we've had so many times... Uh, of failings and fallings and, and probably could have stayed down and never got up again or just run off and quit and everything like that. But I mean, bottom line, for the love of God, where else am I going to go? I love God. There's this deep, deep thing in it. I can't quit. I'll, I'd be quitting Him. Amen. And I can't do that. He, can't, he never gives up on me. So how can I give up on God? All right. He says, I surely, most solemnly, I tell you. Now, he's about to give him a gift here that we're going to see that was a reference. This is why it's so important to live in his, seek to live in his presence and out of his voice. I assure you, most solemnly, I tell you that when you were young, you girded yourself and put on your own belt and girdle and you walked about wherever you pleased to go. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put a girdle around you and carry you where you do not wish to go. 
I'm sure that Peter was chained. Knowing it's the next day. I'm like this sometimes. I remember sitting at my gate just a little while ago. Oh, down at the farm, both hands on the steering wheel. Your head kind of down. I said, God, I don't understand. And I heard this so strong. He said, you. It wasn't a patty cake in voice because oh, we don't need to be patty cake. Oh, come here, you poor pitiful. He said, you have my word on it. Now we're faced with a choice then to believe. I'm sure Peter closed his eyes and said, Lord, it is not looking good. I don't understand. And I'm sure the Lord said, when you're old, when you grow old, not old yet we're just getting started I'm not old yet I haven't grown old (laughs) we're fresh out the gate it's not over it's just getting started well boys I'm going to sleep because I'm going to grow old they thought boy is just delusional he's crazy But I'm telling you what now, supernatural peace will bring supernatural power on the scene. It's a powerful thing. The Bible says an angel, uh, uh, when Peter was sleeping, an angel came, put those boys in the daze in the haze. And Peter was so asleep, the angel had to kick him to wake him up. You know, Pete, Pete, what? Come on. I mean, he's so far out of it in the peace of God, that he thought he was dreaming. He didn't realize till he got outside and got fully awakened. He, he wasn't sleepwalking. He was really out there, delivered completely, but came out of the peace of God. God will give his people strength, bless his, his uh, uh, people with strength. Can I make a... Can I make a statement to you? Because we got to go. What was Pete doing? He was resting in the blessing. Here's a working word for you. We're just going, we're resting in the blessing. That's where peace is. God blessed them saying, the words of God... See, God's provision for your life is He's given you His Word. He gave Peter provision for Peter ever get there. Why in the world, right in the middle of all this, does Jesus say, when you grow old? Yeah. Jesus already knew where He was going. Provision, the seed of that, had already been planted in His heart. And boy, howdy, I'm going to tell you what now, the harvest of it was there right when He needed it. That's the thing about coming to church or reading your Bible or living in the presence of God and hearing the voice of God is that those seeds, when they're precious to you, is when you face the problem, you'll have the provision of the harvest of them if they're precious to you. So many times we get to the problem and something is missing and something's broken We have no peace. Why? 
we missed the promise. We didn't get the seed and plant it in our heart. You have my word on it. What's God said to you? Well, he hadn't changed his mind. Have you? Better shake off and get... Get to, oh, I put my dreams more than one time in a shoebox and laid them on the back shelf, closed the door and said, that's it. I give up. It ain't ever going to happen. Pastor Ron's going to come. I'm telling you now. Uh, I don't care. It just, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what it seems like in the present. It doesn't matter what it feels like. It doesn't even matter what, what, what we would think about it rationally reasonably you got God's word on it it's God's word God put his word on that God put his word when you ask God put his answer on that actually the Bible says before you called I answered you I've got your answer I put, I put that word on, with the blood of Jesus. With the life of Jesus, I put the word. You have my word on. Now don't, God ain't going to take his word off the line. Don't you take his word off the line. I'm talking to somebody today. I'm going to tell you what now. There's help for you. And it's supernatural help today. Does God, did, did the church need Peter? church need you you're not in listen you are indispensable incomparable vital who you are what you do what you have from God the treasure that's inside of you absolutely necessary for God to fulfill his greatest desire, people. You tell me what's Jaden going to do without his mama? What's he going to do with half a mama? Just going through the motions. No passion. No excitement. No alive, alive. He deserves better than that. What's God going to do without his girl? That he thrills and pleasures dressing you and putting you in your own stuff. Better than you would ever dream or do for yourself. Right this very moment, I dare say, he's picking out special things for you. Just waiting on you to get there where he can surprise you. Praise the Lord. I'm telling you, hearts are going to get healed in this place today. It's time to start resting in the blessing. You know, one of the things that I believe fast and prayer should do is bring us into that place of faith where we're resting, the rest of faith, where we've ceased from our own labors. There's a total, absolute abandonment and a total trust that, that, you know, we got God's word on it. 
Isaiah 58. We have God's Word on it. Matthew oh, uh, 7, where He promises the open reward. We have promise after promise after promise, blessing after blessing after blessing. Isn't it time to start resting in that? Oh, I've lost, and there's grieving and loss in that, right? You know what? I'm going to just tell you what now. I've learned, uh, you know, I've learned for that time to be shorter and shorter because I'm convinced God's got a better one. Oh, that was a good one. But God's got a better one. And I'm so sad you don't want to continue to walk with me. But that's all right. I'm going to keep on walking with Jesus. And along the way, uh, He's not just going to replace. He's going to restore and it's going to be more and better than it's ever been. Restoration is, is better than ever. Hallelujah. Amen. See, some of you are just trying to get healed. Oh, honey, let's go on and get made whole and be better than ever. Oh, better than ever. And let's not put it off to someday. How about today? If you need healing in your heart, healing in your soul, your mind, your will, your hurt and your emotions, your dream needs to get dusted off. I mean, let's just, let's just do the whole thing today. Everybody say the whole thing. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.